0: Welcome back to the show. This week I talked about Blue Angels, an award-winning rat, and I got just a little bit political. It was a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoy it too. Here it is.
1: Digging in the crates for some Hidden gems of the misunderstanding You know, there's no such thing as too much. important stuff.
0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Miscellaneous Important Stuff. I'm Jay Sheldon and I hope you've had a great week. It's a big day. I'm sure you're all excited. It's election day, but... I have to tell you, if you came here for some sort of election day podcast where we're going to discuss politics the whole time, I'm sorry. It's not gonna happen. That's not what this is gonna be. But I do have a couple segments that I guess you could classify as political. So, and you know what? I'll here's an example. Let's just get let's just get to it. Let's do that first. Um, a lot of people have been talking about the Joe Biden interview on 60 minutes and the Donald Trump interview on 60 minutes, and nobody's been talking about the interview they did with each other when they sat down and and talked to each other interviewed each other not a debate it was like a discussion it was a totally different thing and nobody's been talking about it i think we have an exclusive this might be our first one so yeah buckle up this is this is a big one i'm excited i'm excited to premiere it here for you but this is this is donald trump interviewing Joe Biden interviewing Donald Trump. So enjoy.
1: Thanks for agreeing to do this. Are you ready for tough questions? Sure. Mr. President, you're running against Joe Biden. Joe Biden has a deep, steep, and successful record over a long, long time. I wish you would interview Joe Biden like you interview me. Nobody thinks he makes any sense. Nobody. But I'm in good shape. I doubt it. I really That's a guarantee. A promise. I give you my word as a Biden. Everybody's been saying that I have more energy than anybody they've ever seen. And you might have to say that. I'm confident that uh, your judgment is really good. What has allowed us to bring the world together is... I would say China. COVID. Yeah. The Russians. Yeah. Joe Biden. Uh, A foe in many ways, but an adversary. Uh, Um... You know... um, Uh, Having enough fissile material to get a nuclear weapon. I hate that you waste time. (laughs) People think of you and everyone else as fake news. Um, uh, It's not over till the bell rings. Look at me. Um, Everybody should pay, raise another $90 billion. The 9-11 attack was a 7-11 attack. Go back home to mommy. I think we have enough of an interview here, Hope. Okay, that's enough. It's because. Because of that guy or because of that woman. Okay, thanks. I'll see you in a little while. Thanks. I don't underestimate um, uh,
0: how he plays. Okay, so I feel like the only good way to follow up a segment like that is with actual fake news, you know? Because Donald Trump is the one that popularized that phrase. He said it in that interview there. and uh, But I have to tell you that I know it would make sense to have Donald Trump or a story about Donald Trump in the next segment, but he's, he's not, I kind of dropped the ball. I realize this is the perfect day election day. Why wouldn't I do one with it's, I'm sorry if that's what you were looking forward to at all, but it's still a fun story. So here's that. Actual fake news. On February 14, 2016, the entertainment website The Valley Report published an article claiming that a man had died in a meth lab explosion caused by lighting his farts on fire. A 37-year-old Florida man is dead after his trailer home was destroyed in a meth lab explosion caused by him lighting up blue angels to amuse his wife. The man's wife was found lying naked on the couple's front yard, reportedly still laughing. Quote, a blue angel is when you put a lighter up to your butt and fart on it, making it catch on fire. It's funny as shit," explains the man's wife, who claims to be an expert on the subject. Normally we go to Del Taco, because of their 59 cent tacos.
1: Get to Del Taco, they got a new thing called free shavacado.
0: But we made some extra cash this week, so we went to Chipotle. The farts you get from there could fill a gas chamber. I know he's looking up from hell, laughing his ass off, saying it was worth it. It didn't take long for people to start discussing the story in internet forums, offering comments such as, Florida man will always live on in our hearts and our farts. Another user added only a matter of time until Florida bans farts now. And finally, this comment from a Reddit user, what idiot imo cook in the outdoor is the top is this that 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 must be a youtube is that a youtube comment we had a recent opportunity to talk with the widow at her home four years after the story was first reported she seemed to be in good spirits as she stood nude in the doorway to her new double wide explaining i've been able to rebuild the shit life i once had with my dead husband i'm still cooking meth i'm the cook but I've learned from past mistakes, she continued, and I've reduced the risk of another deadly explosion by working with only women, because women, as we all know, don't fart. I barely fart. Well, we wish you the best in all of your future pursuits, Florida woman. Actual fake news. Okay, so I know I mentioned a couple political segments, and you're probably wondering what the second one is, and I'll tell you. But first, let's lighten the mood a little bit. I have some fun stories from the internet for you, and then we'll come back. We'll do all the political stuff, and then if you want to skip ahead because you hate all politics, and that's fun too. See, there's something here for everybody today. But first, here's this. Internet Stories! Okay, this comes from one of my favorite websites, Ripley's Believe It or Not. This is the buy-on of the week, or Believe It or Not of the week, and there's several little mini-stories in here, and then we'll get to the featured story within their story. Here we go, here we go, here we go. All right, birds of a feather curse together. They got my attention already. Five African gray parrots at the Lincolnshire Wildlife Center were separated this week after encouraging each other to swear. What are they, were they just speaking full sentences to one another, saying, hey, hey, tell them to f*** off. I guess we should read on. Maybe they'll tell us. Although the park received no complaints about foul-mouthed friends and their antics, zookeepers thought it was best to separate the troublemakers to prevent them from ruffling the feathers of young visitors. They still haven't told me how this was happening. How is that not the first question? It is not interesting that they were doing it. The interesting part is how are they encouraging each other to do it? What did they see? The park CEO, Steve Nichols, said the behavior was noticed quickly. The behavior, like these are like these are six-year-olds. They're yeah! so birds. They're birds. And who who, hold it, hold it, hold it. who told them these words in the first place? And that while it's common for parrots to swear, why is it common? Why? The park has never had five at the same time five birds? I guess. I don't know. Do parrots or do you usually have parrots in groups? Billy, Eric, Tyson, Jade, and Elsie have been relocated to different zoo areas in hopes that they will acclimate to their surroundings and start mimicking the more appropriate natural calls of other birds in their colony. Again, they're mimicking. Who told them these words and how are they encouraging each other? Nichols acknowledges the humor in the situation saying, when a parrot tells you to Oh, so I was right. I was right. It amuses people very highly. It's brought a big smile to a really long year. Again, somebody had to tell that to the bird. And then how are they telling each other? And of course, they don't tell you. They don't tell you. So if you want to know, do some more research. Find out for me. Come back to me, tell me. And then I will tell the rest of you. So I just need a a go-getter out there to go figure this out for me. I need a go-getter to bring me answers. It's not going to be me. Ah, moving on the most wonderful way to $1 million. Now through December 7th, you have the chance to not only help the environment, but make a million dollars while you do it. Let's
1: play who wants to be
0: a millionaire. The California juice company, The Wonderful Co., is seeking a new innovative way to dispose the skins of their pomegranate fruits. To claim the million dollar prize, one must submit a plan to the company outlining a way they can remove the 500,000 tons of pomegranate husks they go through each year. Uh I've had pomegranate juice. I don't know that I know what a pomegranate husk looks like. Apparently they're heavy. Each pitch will be put through a four-stage review process before the final plan is chosen. One must submit a plan to the company outlining a way they can remove 500,000 tons, not just 500,000 pounds, but 500,000 tons of pomegranate husks. They go through each year. Each pit will be put through a four-stage review process before not pit. Pitch. Sorry, got pits on the brain. Each pitch will be put through a four-stage review process before the final plan is chosen. Should yours make it to the first place podium, consider yourself a millionaire. I'm gonna assume a lot of companies get involved in that, because like for me as an individual, I guess it actually would make more sense for an individual. Do you end up spending like a million dollars in man hours though to get to to win that? Is it worth it? I can tell you I'm not signing up. The high-speed vehicle we've all been waiting for. English design engineer Andy Jennings set a world record this week with a high-speed vehicle we've all been waiting for, the trash can.
1: <laughs>
0: Jennings of York, England, competed in the straightliners Land Speed Record event at Elvington Airfield, where he wasted no time setting the record for world's fastest trash can. Uh, I'm sure you're thinking what I'm thinking, how fast could a trash can go? Jennings turned garbage into gold, <laughs> mm-hmm. using parts of an electronic scooter and a motorcycle engine to construct a vehicle that reached speeds over 43 miles per hour. If we're being honest, I thought it'd be faster. But there is a video to go with it, so you tell me if it's fast. NASA astronauts take voting to another level. What does everything got to be about voting right now? Can't we all just skip voting? Can't we just skip, can we just skip it? Can we can we skip the rest of the year? Have you heard the one about how astronauts vote? They planets ahead. All right, these jokes are getting bad and I didn't write these, okay? Don't, don't, don't add me. Staying distance while voting has been a hot topic this year, but that's no issue for NASA astronaut Kate Rubens, or Rubins. I'm assuming it's Rubens.
1: I'm a snake
0: who intends to cast her ballot from space. Rubens is currently in Russia preparing to take off to the International Space Station where she'll be staying for six months after her mid-October launch. Rubens and three other US astronauts will vote using an electronic ballot that Johnson Space Center's Mission Control will forward to the space station. They will fill out their ballots at the same time as those voting on Earth, then send it straight to the county clerk's office via email to be recorded. It's critical to participate in our democracy said Rubens we consider it an honor to be able to vote from space now that's all fine and well I feel like if I was in space though or going to space voting is the last thing I would be thinking about but you know I yeah people deal with things differently all right and here's the story from the title of the article or the buy- on of the week where they really feature this is this is the featured moment all right this is really what I came here for to this website a rat. Among men, a heroic rat has redeemed his species' bad reputation by earning a gold medal for his exceptional work in discovering landmines and saving lives in Cambodia. Magawa, an African giant pouched rat, that sounds gross, was awarded the PDSA's gold medal.
1: I love gold!
0: After sniffing out 39 landmines and 28 other unexploded items throughout his career. I don't think you get to call it a career if you don't pay him i also doubt he was looking for work people's dispensary for sick animals pdsa a british veterinary charity presented magawa i'm assuming i'm saying that right it sounds much more fun to say it that way magawa with a tiny gold medal that reads for animal gallantry or devotion of duty the well-earned award is the animal equivalent of the medal of valor here in the united states no it's not is it we place those on the same level there medal of valor and a pdsa award okay while undergoing training by apopo sounds fake a belgian-based organization magawa learned to use his memory and sense of smell to detect landmines dream come true for him i'm sure According to Christoph Cox, chief executive of Apopo, I guess, rats ignore scrap metal and only sniff out explosives, making them fast and efficient landmine detectors. Who figured that out? That's what I want to know. Whereas humans with metal detectors can search an area the size of a tennis court in four days, rats like, that sounds slow. Come on, a tennis court, I could do that in a day. Give me two hours, I'll do it. With a metal detector, how slow are you walking? Rats like Magawa can do it in 30 minutes all by themselves. I'll race him. I will race him. Let's do it. And then I get the medal. I love
1: gold.
0: But not the full-size one. I want the tiny one. Magawa's work directly saves and changes the lives of men, women, and children who are impacted by these landmines. Every discovery he makes reduces the risk of injury or death for local people, said PDSA Director General Jan McLaughlin. Three cheers for Magawa. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. This last segment might be the most interesting thing or the least interesting thing to you, depending on your sense of humor, I guess. I decided to call some of my family members and ask them who they're voting for, which is not always a good idea, right? Some people don't wanna talk about who they're voting for, but you never know if you don't bring it up, if you don't start the discussion. So I thought it would be interesting to give some family members a call and see what they were thinking. And well, here's that. Hello? Hello. I called cuz I had just one question. Okay. It's election time tomorrow. So I thought uh, I'd give uh you and some others a call and ask who you're voting for. Oh, well, that's none of your business. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah it is. We're family. But I still don't have to give you that. You don't have to, but we can talk about these things. Just Are you going to egg my house or anything? No, or... just say it. everyone else is everyone else is going to say it. it'll be fine. There's probably 3 people listening. Really, it's just you and me, so Sure. This will be the biggest podcast ever. I highly doubt that, but if it happens, (laughs) then I don't know. I I owe you some money. Okay, so you just want to know who I'm voting for? Yeah, just tell me. Just tell me. I'm
1: voting for... That is not an acceptable answer! (laughs) There is no right answer.
0: Why are you voting for him? Because he's an older, wiser man, right? I, I mean, they're both pretty old. Hello. I was calling because I wanted to know who you're voting for. do not you tell me who you're voting for first? Uh, you know, you could find out on the pod. Actually, I won't. I won't say it on the podcast. But I think you could tell me. I won't. Well, I'll tell everybody. Actually, I'm recording it, so. Well, I'll be
1: voting for. <laughs> that is not an acceptable answer.
0: Okay, so why why are you voting for him?
1: I. I think he makes some good points, and I like his enthusiasm. Um,
0: wow, well, wow. Um, are you are you worried about the the future of our country?
1: Uh, well, I'm pretty sure that half the country is going to burn down the next couple weeks, no matter what happens.
0: Oh, you're so right.
1: If someone's going to get mad.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Someone's definitely going to get mad. Well, not someone. A lot of people. Half the country. Yeah. I mean, I hate you for what you said. Hello. Hey there. Hi. So you know what tomorrow is, right? Tuesday? No, it's where we decide the fate of our country, the future of our country, whether we all live or we all die. I think that, I think you're confusing tomorrow's election with the midterm election. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, well, either way, it's uh, it's definitely an election day, and I just want to know who you're voting for. You're not allowed to ask me that, are you? Yeah, yeah, I changed the <laughs> rules. It's my show, my <laughs> podcast. I decided if I have a microphone and a computer and a camera, I can I can ask whatever I want.
1: There's like two things you're not allowed to ask people so who they're voting for and how much money they
0: make. Yeah, and today we're gonna get to both. <laughs> as far as the president goes, I'm gonna be uh I'm gonna be voting for the the good choice. Who's that? Most people say neither. <laughs> But if you have to pick, who are you filling in the the circle for? Oh, man.
1: That is not an acceptable answer.
0: (laughs) Why are you voting for him? I just
1: think he's a snazzy dresser.
0: I haven't heard that one yet. Hello? Hey there. You know what tomorrow is, don't you?
1: Yeah, voting day.
0: Some people call it election day, but you know. Yeah, it's a big day. Big day for our country. Who will you be voting for?
1: Do you really want to know?
0: Yeah, the question is do you want to tell me? Are you ready to let other people know?
1: Uh not necessarily, but it doesn't matter so I will tell people.
0: Okay, who is it? Wow.
1: That is not an acceptable answer.
0: Why why are you voting for him?
1: like listening to
0: him oh well that's that's a very generic answer what do you do you just like his uh his thoughts his ideas
1: yeah he is he just has a great voice
0: is this kind of like when you uh pick a team based on their uniforms
1: Mm, not exactly but
0: is this like it is this like looking through uh teen beat and picking the cutest boy
1: uh not even close
0: is this like picking a book based on the cover
1: i don't think so just trying to choose, uh, in my opinion, <laughs> the best
0: of the worst. Nicely put. Nicely put. Hell yeah! Yeah, I definitely think that's, that's what a lot of people are doing, yes. Unfortunately. Exactly. Well, thank you for your contribution to this segment. And uh, I, I do hope you get out there and vote and, and exercise your right and really enjoy the day. Party with your fellow uh well either democrats or republicans whoever whoever you prefer and try not to get the independents or the liberals whoa 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 there are two parties in this country okay i don't know who you're talking about there are democrats there are republicans the independents they're not even they don't even exist so i
1: was
0: joking no you weren't you were being deadly serious and i'm going to tell you right now you need to get out there Pick a party, pick a side. There are only two sides, and if you're not on a team, you're going to get lost out there. You're not going to have anybody. (laughs) And is that what you want? Is that what you want for your future? Do you want to be lost and alone?
1: Is anybody? I don't think so.
0: Don't answer my question with a question. Do you want to be lost and alone? No. Okay. Well, then vote. Okay. All right. Happy voting, everyone.
1: You do your part, too.
0: I'll think about it. I honestly don't care who you're voting for. If I know you, if I love you, if I care about you, then I'll still feel that way afterwards. I think people have their reasons for voting, however they're voting. And instead of arguing about it and putting people down and screaming, we should maybe do a better job of listening to people and asking them why they're making the vote that they're making. And we might actually make some progress. And to me, it sounds crazy that that's controversial, but it seems to be. So I don't know. I say, get out there, have more conversations. I, I don't I don't know what else to say. I think we just need to do more of that. We don't listen enough. We don't ask enough questions. And um, we also don't take a step back and think about things for a while. So I'm trying to do that. I will be doing that no matter what happens today with the election. Um, but that's it for this week. If you like this episode, please let me know. If you hated this episode, please let me know. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, please let me know. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week.